Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V. And today you're listening to episode number 24 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. And today, my guest is Guru Amin Alai. Now, the Guru has been helping professional bodybuilders prep for shows for many, many years. Guy's very well known around the industry, and he knows many of the secrets that the pros need to know in order to win. Guy knows his shit. Very, very knowledgeable guy. You guys are really going to enjoy these next two podcasts. It's a two-part interview. It's a nice, long, hour and 20-minute interview. And I know most of you like to listen to the show's quick bites under 40 minutes. So we try to keep it that way. Now, great interview. This is part one of the interview. We'll start right off talking about some of the recent deaths in the IFBB, a lot of uh, IFBB competitors knocking over dead. And he has some really good ideas as to what's going on. So we start off with that. And then on the part two, which is coming up next week, we get deep into steroid talk. We talk about some of the cycles that the pros are using uh, to get as big as they actually do. It's a very, very good podcast for you guys if you're into a chemistry and bodybuilding and and you like this stuff so without further ado here is guru amin alai so there's been some recent deaths in in the world of the ifbb the competitors and uh, a lot of guys uh seem to think it could be due to some of the practices around prepping for the shows. So what is it what do you think about about that and and what do you know about it? You're you're more in in, in that world than I am as far as knowing yeah. about the competitors, competitions, so, rankings, all that stuff. What have you seen? I went through the whole cycle where diuretics were fine and then somebody died years ago. And then they started testing for diuretics and then people didn't look as good, but, you know, but nobody died. Um, and then they stopped testing for diuretics. And now, again, some people have died. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where people just don't seem to understand that a drug like even diazide that's supposedly potassium sparing, meaning that it doesn't rid your body of potassium. It just rids your body of water and sodium. And um, that usually would be the case if somebody was taking it for hypertension or high blood pressure. But when you're a bodybuilder and you're in that that already state of dehydration, you're asking your kidneys to the the drug makes the kidneys work regardless of there's water or not. So the kidneys start pulling out water from your body, and that's how you get that look where you get rid of that film of water. If people do it right, they get they get a really good look from it. If people do it wrong. They can end up being flat because it robs your body of minerals. And I think that's why people are dying is because people don't know how to how to compensate with the correct minerals so that you don't have problems from losing your minerals from the diuretics. So basically, uh, competitors are flushing the water out of their body, getting that paper tight skin and, and in the process flushing out a lot of minerals that basically help them stay alive and function. And uh, what, what is usually the cause of these uh, deaths? Is it like cardiac, cardiac issues? Is it your kidney shutting down? What, what's usually the, the straw that breaks the camel's back, I guess you could say, to put it that way? What, 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 is, what is the flushing well, out of these of minerals causing? 
in in the case of death, if the potassium's too low, your heart stops. If the calcium's, I'm sorry, if the potassium is too low, your heart stops. If if the potassium is too high, your heart stops. So potassium has to be in the right range. Uh, you can elevate it for a little bit, but it can't go too high. And um, if you go too low, though, you you'll die. Um, and usually what ends up happening is, is, is people take loop diuretics and loop diuretics are uh, the main two popular ones are Lasix and Bumix. Bumix is much stronger than Lasix. And, um, these diuretics get rid of both sodium and potassium and water and a bunch of other minerals too, along with it. And, uh, in that process, you know, it usually it's for people that are pretty, pretty bad overweight that they're already in a somewhat their kidneys aren't working because they have hypertension and they're overweight. Usually people that are obese or something like that, they, they may end up taking something like that. Usually not Bumax so much. If they are, they're pretty, pretty bad shape. But, you know, if there's a lot of people that have hypertension just from eating bad food for years that take Lasix. But those people already have like a lot of water in their body. So if they lose, and they probably already retaining tons, tons of sodium and minerals and everything else. So when they lose they lose it. They're not the same as a bodybuilder that takes it before a competition that hasn't also, also hasn't drank water and also is, uh, hasn't, doesn't have any body fat for anything to hold on to. And so in this case, then, you know, the, the body can quickly lose water from inside the cell and electrolytes from inside the cell, making your, uh, your heart just no longer beat. You need you need electrolytes, so electrolytes to carry electrical signals across your body, correct? I mean, this That's is why right. yeah. all of us that uh, wrestled or did high school sports, if you uh, got dehydrated, you got that cramp, and your coach might send you to go eat some bananas for potassium. Without these right. uh, without these minerals, your, your your electrical signals will get around, and obviously your heart is is in danger there for sure. Your, your heart is a muscle like the other muscles, so if your muscles start to cramp, then your heart could be next. That's why it's very important that you don't. I mean, it's one thing if you cramp from running, that's one thing. But if you cramp in bodybuilding, it's specifically because you're messing with your electrolytes. And, you know, to be quite honest with you, it's it's what makes it dangerous is that the people don't really understand the science behind taking diuretics. Therefore, they don't understand the proper way to get out of that condition. And so what we have are people passing out on stage because they missed their mark the ones that the ones that are passing out they're not first place anyway and there's a reason behind that the diuretics are draining them too much the coaches aren't there they're dealing with them via text or whatever and you know in in the case of shelby whose client recently passed um you know he has several 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 uh clients you know in the hundreds and um it's it's impossible when you have that many people you're working with to be able to to talk to you only have so many minutes in the day um, and you wouldn't right, have that right. it's just it's just not physically possible when you have you know 30 people in a show or more in other shows elsewhere too and so by not being able to speak to the person and understand what they're going through and also because coaches don't understand the magic behind iv hydration and it's just a shame it's just a shame that people aren't uh, understanding that, you know, when you're done with your show, go to the closest IV bar and uh, and rehydrate right away. 
before you start eating salt, before you start eating shitty food, rehydrate. Because that rehydration that you do, that that you know, few bags of saline that you put in you, that and and if you if you just competed because of COVID too, you should get L-glutathione, NAC, vitamin C. I mean, load up, man. You know that, that's what it's for. You're at a weakened immune system anyway, so you don't want to be susceptible to getting cold, flu, COVID, anything else. So, you know, boost your immune system right away. Get yourself hydrated right away, and don't be left suffering long-term kidney damage from the use of diuretics at a show you did four years ago because it'll creep up on you in four years you you don't notice it right away but over time the body can't uh can't deal with the scarring that happened in that one competition it just takes years for it to really take effect and then you start seeing people on dialysis and all of this could be avoided and it it can be avoided by not taking diuretics altogether yes it can be but you're not going to achieve the same look. So since bodybuilders are going to achieve the same look and there are going to be coaches who are going to give people bad advice, the only solution is, is you have to be prepared to take an IV, save your life. And here's a good question for you. Any bodybuilder that is coming up to a show, what are some warning signs that they'll, they'll feel that they'll know that they're, they could be in trouble and they need to, and what kind of, what can you do? Muscle twitching, muscle cramping, extreme fatigue, uh, nausea, vomiting. Um, is there a certain level of those? Is there a certain level of those that's acceptable or is any level no, of them not acceptable? No level is acceptable. If, if, a person's having, if a person's having some twitching, you need to address it before it comes an all-out cramp. If right. the person has an all-out cramp, you need to hurry up and you need to have them drink water and salt immediately and stop playing games. There's no more like, hold on, don't drink water bullshit. All these coaches out there need to just stop it. They all need to stop it right now. When somebody's cramping, you don't make them fight through it. You don't massage them, especially with the ladies who creep guy coaches out there trying to massage a cramp out of girls. No, don't do that. Just give them some water and some salt, and I promise you they will not look bad. It depends on, of course, when the show is, but usually when the person's in that state right there, that means the water needs, the cell needs water. And so that for the majority of like, if you give them like six to eight ounces of water, the majority that's going to go inside their body. A little bit left, they're going to urinate and they'll be fine to compete. It's not going to be a big deal. So. It's now you mentioned that, also some exhaustion. What is the, how can somebody tell the difference between exhaustion from depletion of, of carbohydrates? Hydrate, uh, you know, calories and basically being in trouble with with uh, these diuretics, dehydration. Uh, I'm going to just tell you what I what I heard uh, Ronnie Coleman say uh, when he was competing and how he was uh, extremely dehydrated. He was going to go to the hospital and he called Chad and Chad told him, no, don't do that. Just just drink a gallon of water. And so he drank a whole gallon of water. And he ended up looking much better at the night show, put it that way. But long story short, you know, he said he was extremely exhausted. He said he didn't cramp or anything. Some people don't cramp. Some people just get real, real tired and, and they can just tell that something's not right. And that's that's the point where a lot of them would just fade out. They'll just pass out right there. And so in in some cases, you know, like I, I've heard of the bathtub full of ice case uh, with Ronnie. I think that's the same incident. I think it was the gallon of water in a bathtub of ice. 
And that, that would bring you back, you know, that's, that's pretty smart on, on his coach's behalf. From my understanding, it wasn't his coach's fault. It was because uh, Ronnie uh, was just out and about all day and maybe didn't really understand the level of what uh, advice he'd been given really meant. And I think that's another problem with a lot of these guys. They, When somebody who's experienced, who knows what they're talking about, tells you that, you know, you, you got to be serious. You got to drink, eat now, eat this, do that, you know, do, do everything at a certain time. Don't think you could just go mess around and, you know, just you have to follow the program. And that's really important. So no level of cramping and, and twitching is really acceptable. And definitely. I, I mean, it should be fixed right away. If there's, if there's an issue. Yeah. I, here's, here's right away. I think. Yeah. I mean, look, um, I, I helped the guy for a show who competed today and, um, and he had some twitching last night, but there was nothing going on today at all. And so we fixed it and um, he went to sleep and he woke up and everything was fine. And I don't, I don't do. What do you do in his case? Right? What do you guys do in his case? Let's say I had him, I had him take salt and water. He had uh, about a half a teaspoon of salt and two doses, a quarter teaspoon, and then six ounces of water, and then another quarter teaspoon and six ounces of water. So he had twelve ounces of water and a half a teaspoon of salt. That's interesting. How far apart do you say he spaced the the the, the water and the and the salt? Well, I, I stayed with him on the phone. I, I thought, I thought he was. I thought it was going to go away a lot faster than it did. And so I think at the 20 minute mark, I had him have another uh, quarter teaspoon. And then I think within 10 minutes after that, it went away. So either it took a little longer for the first part to get in uh, or he really needed that much. Either way, he was fine. He was fine the next day. Remember that back in the day, diuretics were mentioned as a way to mask a steroids from tests. Um, hmm. is, you know, any, do you know anything about that too? Cause that's a little bit interesting just to sidetrack a little bit. So, yeah. So when you, when you test, when you test for something, usually you're testing for the, the parts per million. So for example, if it was a steroid anabar, you're looking at how many parts of, uh, oxymethylone, um, or sorry, oxandrolone, um, are going to be in the urine compared to how many parts of urine. Okay. And, um, right. you know, some, sometimes it's such a small amount that they can't detect it if it's, unless they do a gas chrome test or something like that. But basically you're looking at, you're kind of tricking the system by having more water than more than, than steroid would be normally. So it's kind of like a flushing system. Kind of, kind of like people used to do for marijuana. They would just drink a lot of water and, or, or tea or something like that and flush it out their system for a test, you know? It's the same kind of principle. Gotcha. Kind of dilute the test for them, basically. Kind of dilute the test, yeah. That's interesting. We get a lot of guys on the forums that some sometimes come to just stumble on, and they're they're they have their eye competing. Some of them have done a show or two. I always tell everybody to just get get yourself a coach because you kind of need someone that knows the criteria, knows what they're looking at, and someone that can actually, like you did uh, last night with your competitor that you work with, sit on the phone for twenty minutes. And actually uh, uh, address a situation that might be that might be going on. Do you think that there's a lot of coaches out there that, like you said, like uh, no, Shelby, that spread I, themselves real thin? I, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that spread themselves thin. Although I think the majority of them do. I think they 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 want to charge a reasonable price that people can afford. And you know, I I don't want to say this to be malicious to anybody but you you somewhat get what you pay for meaning people's time okay at least people let's just put it that way 
If somebody's charging you two hundred fifty dollars an hour, thirty minutes of them on the phone call is is you know could be talking to five, six clients. You know what I mean? I work with one person in a show. Right, I don't right. work with two people in the same show. But when people pay me, they're paying me for my exclusivity to them for that one show. So when I help one person for the USA's, that person wins his category. And last year I helped uh, uh, Khan, and he won his class Masters of the USA's and turned pro. And now I'm helping him as a pro who he just competed this weekend. So, you know, and 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 there's other people that it's the same, it's the same kind of uh, it's the same kind of path, you know. Now you said that at times they've tested for diuretics, then at times they stop testing. Yeah. Obviously, the look is way different when got when they don't. Are are coaches using some kind of uh, some other tricks, maybe not as as effective, but still so to uh yeah. dehydrate so, the skin out of these guys. So the uh the there's a few tricks that coaches uses use. Uh one of them is uh, our plasma expanders or uh, blood volumizers. Um we don't want to get into it too much, but these are used also in cycling from uh cyclists that use them huh. and they increase your red blood cell count. So if you have more red blood cells than those red blood like, cells like like epogen maybe? Like epogen. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. Epigen, Procrit, those are the two main ones, but they they increase the red blood cell, and if the red blood cell is thicker, that means that it's going to draw more water to it. So, in a in an opposite kind of way, it definitely uh, it definitely gives you a look, and now and then of course that look is even more, and uh, it looks even better if you add diuretics to it. But then it becomes even more dangerous because then you have less water, thick blood. I mean, it. It's, it's not listen, a good recipe. That's not like a good recipe at all. Thick blood, dehydration, right? But listen, but bodybuilding is not healthy. It's not. the The lifestyle itself may be somewhat healthy, but but the competitive the competition is not healthy. Look, you don't drink water for almost two days, man. I mean. <laughs> well, just I've, that done, alone. I've done dry, I've done dry I mean, fasting. Yeah, I've done dry fasting, but not while I'm trying to deplete myself because these guys are not just uh, right, not right, drinking. Not a lot of them are hitting the sauna suits. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah absolutely. And see, the metabolism is just going so fast. And when you're eating all those carbs, they take water too. So you're burning water out of you just trying to fill out with the carbs. It's it's a big process. It takes few, several days to do. And if it's it, it can only be done correctly if you actually deplete right. And a lot of people deplete their minerals when they deplete so they come into reloading with depleted minerals and then they take diuretics on top of that and then they have problems they don't they can't they can't fill out they can't get full they can't get vascular they take the wrong diuretics they take too much of the wrong diuretics they take too much of aldactone aldactone is a great diuretic if you just take it for a day or two but if you start taking it for like four days five days six days i mean forget about it and honestly even four days shit three days three full days is too much maybe two and a half is the most but but I mean, this is a this is a drug that's that makes your body block sodium, and it makes you hold potassium. Now, why is that dangerous? Because if you end up passing out from taking too much of this stuff, and they think that you need potassium, and they give you potassium, it could kill you. And right. and this right. is one of this is one of the problems with some some of the I don't need to name out names, but some of the coaches where their clients are passing out backstage, and um. And and they're they're talking about giving them an IV, and the coach is telling the telling the client to to refuse the IV. Now now you cross the line. 
Now you cross the line. Like, you, right. don't, you don't tell them to refuse the IV or don't drink Gatorade, okay? First off, yeah. drinking something with potassium is not going to kill you, even if you're on aldactone, just so everybody knows. It's it's really injecting it. And and medics don't ever inject potassium in your veins. They always inject saline. They never, they never inject anyone with potassium because it can kill you. So they always right. inject you with saline. And, and so, you know, I mean, if somebody's already at that stage, they're not winning first place. It's time for the coach to worry. The coach should be worried about their health the whole time, but that's doesn't seem like that's happening these days. So, I mean, I, I'd like to say I put myself in a category that there are very few people that do this because very few people can get a reputation for knowing what they do to the point where they can charge a really fair amount for their time. And that way, when their clients call them during that 12-week prep, they answer the phone and they are like an on-call doctor guru for their client. This service is not likely to happen outside of me because people aren't going to be able to charge what I charge and, and they don't have a reputation. So instead, they sell out, they go for more clients and they charge less per month. Some may charge as much as 500 a month, but that's not the same as 3000 for a show or 2500 for a show depending on the show. Yeah. And, but if the difference is though, is when somebody works with me, they, they pretty much can train their own clients. When somebody works with one of these other co coaches, they, they don't even know what they're doing with themselves, much less to help anybody else. And let me ask you this, cause this came up also some of my research uh, before the podcast, there was a, uh, a huge debate as to how long, how far out from the day of the show someone should even start doing diuretics yeah uh, what, what have you found and what, what do you think what, what is uh what is your theory on it yeah i i think the most anyone should do diuretics before a show is the very very most and i mean in every single possible case scenario if you're bad you're not there or whatever there is no more acceptable beyond three days it's just not acceptable Okay. If you can't, if you can't use, and that, and by the way, that's, that's the extreme in my opinion. That's not, that's not like, oh, three, but five is extreme. No, three is extreme. And I do do extreme for some people, but I'm always watching them. And there, you know, there's a lot of checks and balances, but three days is the absolute maximum extreme. Anyone should use diuretics if they cannot, or if honestly, if they really need three days of diuretics, they're not shaped to begin with. But if you're going to try to make a miracle happen, and a lot of coaches do that, I do that for a lot of my clients. It, it's, it just is what it is. Sometimes when they pick a show, may not give it enough time or may have had one too many refeeds or whatever, Coco's, Ding Dings, twi Twikies, whatever behind my back. Um, and then I get down to showtime and I can tell that, you know, you cheated a few, many, too, too many times because in my formula, that wouldn't have happened. But in my case, I would have known way in advance because I could tell what they weigh if they follow the formula. I'm pretty much know what they weigh. And so if they don't weigh what I think they're going to weigh, then I got to ask them, why, why not? Did you, did you go to the bathroom today? Did you, do you need to piss? What, what's going on? Why, what's that extra pound and a half that shouldn't be there? And if it doesn't make sense, then, you know, then somebody's lying because my my shit is that tight my equations are that they're that precise that i can actually tell someone's weight to about a a, a a tenth of a pound off yeah yeah nobody's going to create mass out of nothing if you know exactly the weights of everything that goes in calories and, and you keep the numbers there's no way people can well, lie. i think i think on the other spectrum i think people that claim to have a hard time losing weight just not even competitors just regular people off the street uh, that are trying to get in shape. 
I tell them a lot of them don't even accept how much they eat. They lie to themselves. They have trips to the kitchen. They forget about completely. They do. It's like they're so con- they so rely on shakes. Wipe it out. They rely on shakes, which you can't do. I just helped a guy. I, I, I'm again. He'll probably watch this. I don't want to mention any names, but I helped a guy this weekend who wanted to get ready for a photo shoot. Okay, he said that he uh-huh. wanted to look really good. Uh, he, he's an older guy too. He wanted to look really good, and he wants to compete, but he's just not quite sure if he if he can look good. So. He had hired me a long time ago, and uh, for one reason or another, he wasn't able to use me, and then he contacted me, and he was like, you know, I, I'm having some difficulty, blah, 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 can we, can we work? Well, we, so he paid like a half down, and then we, we waited, didn't, didn't pay to their half, so sure, no problem, um, as I always do that for people if they run into hard times, so I just put everything on hold for them, and then they can come back when they're ready, and um, so... We, we decided to do this, and he wanted to do diuretics. So I said, okay, well, I gave him the checks and balances only. Get the potassium from the, for the, the no salt from the grocery store. He had that. We did that. I mean, honestly, everything worked out great. The guy looked incredible. He said it's the best there and look. Now he wants to compete in a few few weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think you get it, dude. Like, you, you already played your hand. That's it. But now you need to rest and, and get ready for next year because it doesn't work like that. He thinks because he, thinks he looks this good now. He can look that good in like six more weeks. And, you know, it's hard to say, but a lot of these guys get over, they get really happy when they see themselves looking good and they think that they can do it over and over again, but they don't realize that there's, there's some peaking of the diuretics and stuff like that are involved. And once you do them, they don't work the same right afterwards. Um, even if you do them for three days, they don't work the same on day three as they do on day one, which is another dangerous thing too, because when some, Coaches see that if they're expecting it to, they may bump it up on day three. And, and if you do that, you're bumping up the risk, you know. But I mean, do you think anybody is in? I mean, let's let let's be honest, bro. The guy that wins the show is the one that looks like he has one foot in the grave. That's if he's that yeah. freaky fucking shredded yeah. and dry. Okay, well, I mean, let's just not kid ourselves. What you think you can fucking look like you're gonna die and not really be like you're gonna die? No, every the, single the, one of the, those. Look, they they haven't died, but every single well, well Munzer died, Benazizi. Look, some of the ones that really were really shredded are dead. You know what I mean? I mean, and yeah, I mean, let's you know. I I, I, mean, I, I seen <laughs> a I seen a I seen a short documentary of Kai Green going up to uh to the last Olympia he went up against uh, Phil and in the documentary they're being very uh real. They're in in his hotel room and he's. He's laying on the bed with his face down for like 20, 30 minutes, just trying to muster the energy to get up and, and get on the get on the on the bicycle. Um, and just everything he had to just take a pause and wait for a while just to just to get there. And this is what top level is like, right? I mean, these guys are two yeah. two hundred almost three hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh, hey, skin is- just paper fucking thin. I mean, and they, the days, they, they were too right after the show. They got to like sit there and like look at their fucking sneakers on the ground for like 30 minutes before they get out of bed. It's incredible. There's, um, there's a lot the of level tricks of to that. There's, there's a lot of tricks to that. And I, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll be safe to say Kai Green does not look like he does any of this stuff. But back in the day, uh, I'm not going to attest for anybody in Olympia stage right now because that just would be, that, that's just low. But back in the day, uh, when I trained Craig Titus, um, he would do cocaine. He would do bumps of cocaine to stay awake and have energy. And there were quite a few bodybuilders in the early 90s. Um, early, 
you know, early to late, well, in the 80s, I think a lot of bodybuilders were, but in the, in the 90s, it, it seemed more that, that they were, they were doing it on stage. They were doing they, it. They probably got Adderall now, right? <laughs> I was just about to say that there, there's Adderall. They're, they're, and then, they're, and they're then, using a stimulant. They're just look. I mean, they're not partying with it. They're using it as a, they're giving it basically a, a Using it as a stimulant just to stay up. So I think Adderall or, or Ritalin is probably what they, what they might be using that is more. Convenient. I love Ritalin. I don't know. I don't, there's a, this is a name I'm going to throw back to you. You probably you probably don't remember this name, but Christian Duffy. Do you remember Christian Duffy? No, not of this guy. He won the. I, I'm going to say the the Nationals, but it could have been the USA. But it was the overall. I think it was the Nationals. He ended up doing uh, gay porn. Um, under the name Bull Staten, I think it was. I never saw it, but this is it was all in the bodybuilding world. Apparently, this guy was high on his out of his mind on LSD when he was on stage. So that's another one apparently that uh, gives you. And I don't know how he did it. I, I I can't I can't imagine. What is it? What is LSD? What can LSD do for you in that state? That, that, that's that's well, crazy. It'll, it'll curb your appetite and it'll give you energy. Now, I don't know how he dealt with the hallucinations, but if you look back at the video, his eyes were popping out of his head. So and he did keep he made that stick out his tongue and made that face a few times. He looked like he was tripping balls. So, you know, and some if I heard, actually I heard he did the whole cocktail. He was LSD, ecstasy, uh, and a couple other things. I can't remember what they were, but he was on like a few different things. And that used to be the thing, you know, some some guys um would party the night before the show chris cormier is known to do that and, and it's not saying anything bad about chris i know chris i like chris he's cool he says it himself you know he's all wound up and he can't relax and you know he go to the nightclub before a show do a couple of hits of ecstasy and you know look great the next day and i, I could see that i could see that because you're not eating you're just drinking you're getting drier um you know you're so you, I, I, so you yeah, can I drink guess. whiskey the night before the show. So you can have some whiskey there, the night before yeah, the show. Yeah, man, there, there are a lot of people that do that shit. I never liked it as wow. part of what wow. I do. But, I mean, this even goes back to Kevin Lebroni and, and Ronnie Coleman. You know, uh, this is a story about this out there. I'll reenact it, guys, for you. Uh, <clears throat> Ronnie goes up to Kevin. Hey, yo, Kevin, uh, you know, I want to look like But a peanut, man. Like, uh, yeah, nothing but peanut. I want to look like the big dogs. You know, Kevin, what, what are you doing, man? And Kevin tells Ronnie, you know, come on, have a drink with your boy. And then Ronnie goes, oh, no, that liquor, I don't drink liquor. I don't drink liquor, Kevin. That's a no, I, don't drink. Radio I don't drink. And then he <laughs> says, uh, he goes, come on, man. You want to know what the big dogs do? Come come have a drink with your boy, Kevin. Come on. So Ronnie starts pouring up with Kevin. I think about seven shots later, Ronnie's fucked up. He goes back to his room. The next morning he wakes up, he beats Kevin. He beats Kevin, and Kevin never beat him again. That's I don't bad. know. I don't know whether Ronnie, I don't know, and I don't think that Ronnie gets drunk before his shows, but I do think that uh, that worked for him that time. And I think once he got in touch with Chad, I think Chad figured him out and they had a winning formula that worked, you know, year after year. <laughs> Probably back to, because uh, that was kind of passing up the torch, right? Those two guys, because Kevin was uh, uh, on his way out of bodybuilding as as Ronnie was was just coming up. It's, uh, I well, think I, I it's like this, this, you know, Ronnie was actually around for a while. Um, they all competed at the nationals when Kevin won and, and, you know, Ronnie been around for a while, but Ronnie didn't take gear for a while 
or or at least if he took gear, he didn't take growth. Did you believe that? You know? I, I I did a whole uh, review on on his uh, think, show on I Joe Rogan. Claimed that. I think he, he said he didn't take he take, didn't take gear. Come on now. I don't know. Ronnie says some things. You know what I'm saying? I love Ronnie, but you know I think I, I, my I, personal I mean, opinion. You, you, and the, no offense to no offense to what anybody else says. My personal opinion is I think he did use some steroids. Okay, I don't think he had like all the real good shit that the that the the pros were the pros were using. I think he I think he did like everybody else when he went on the European tour and bought drugs like everybody else did at every pharmacy. They all did it and they'd all send themselves shit. Every one of them did. That's when you start seeing them look good. You know, when they do the the European Grand Prix tours and all of a sudden they come back and they're looking crazy. It's because they all stack up on all the gear and all the farms you walk in and buy it legally. And um You you know, um one one thing that I I know, because he's look. Your body, once you, you, your body's just not going to let you get to that body fat without androgens, without you adding androgens. It'll start you to eat get, away at you muscle. You can get, you can, no, you, that, that Tristan Lee kid, I think he's natural. Oh, yeah, I mean, there are genetic little, freaks out there, but I mean, come on. but no, but not, 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 not anybody. I don't know if he's a genetic freak, bro. He, he don't, he don't eat no carbs. I've seen his diet. It's just protein and fat. He eats huh. like fucking sardines or some shit like that and eggs. And I mean, it's just straight fat and protein. So, I mean, I, I think anybody could look like that if they didn't eat any carbs for that long of a period of time. But can That's you do it with that size? No, nah, you can't can't build that kind of muscle without the stuff. It's the size, not the cuts. Listen, I tell you, true, not man, all I think that muscle on. The, the, the steroids, all, all the steroids and the growth hormone, every single one of them make you hold a little bit of water. The truth is that if you really know what you're doing and you're natty, you could be more shredded than somebody who's who's not natty. You could be if you knew what you were doing. But people people usually overdo it when they're natty. But, you know, it's it's if the guys on steroids would know which ones to cut out and they don't these days. It used to be back in the 80s and the early 90s that we wouldn't take test up to a show. Um, we would cut test out before a show. We would we would switch to halo testing. Um or if we if the people before, did test it, they before aromas and aromadex though, right? Because one's aromas and yeah, aromadex. But, but even still to, though, yeah, but, but that but that's the problem, man. Because first off, those are really bad for the linings of the vessels in your heart and the, the blood vessels. It causes microscopic yeah, tears in them. It's really bad shit. Okay. So yeah. but secondly, just to think that you could take more of a shittier drug that aromatizes just because you have an aromatase inhibitor. You see what happened? You see what happened? Drug dealers, drug dealers gave out false information so that the people that were buying their drugs would be able to buy two or three drugs that weren't that hard for them to get, test and aromasin, not hard to get, okay, and order from China if you want. Sure, here you go, but they don't give them the quality drugs, the real primabolin, real, not the UGL shit, the real shit, okay? The shit that Arnold took, you know, that's 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 really good stuff. And I bet you sharing sharing Primoball on Depop. Yeah. I listen stuff from I, sharing I back you, in the day. Ask the stuff. Stuff from sharing back in the day. And and Iran has really, really good drugs, and you can just get it over the counter. It's not illegal Kar- over there. You can Karachi, buy it. Karachi Sustan on in, in Iran. Karachi Sustan. The Karachi. best in the world, bro. They have the best in the world, everything there. And I'll I'll, I'll bet you something right now. Don't think that the top coaches don't have some sort of Midnight Express connection to some of these countries. They do. I do. If I do, they do. I know they do. They're copies of me, of course.
Hey guys, and that was part one of this two-part interview with Guru Amin Alai. Join us next week for episode number 25 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. Go to EliteFitness.com. Top right, you'll see a link that says podcast. Hit it. Come back next week. I'll see you here. Hey guys, so this is just that legal disclaimer. Uh, I am not a doctor. None of my guests so far are doctors. Do not take anything we say as medical advice. You need to go talk to your own doctor before you do any drugs, any sort of uh, diuretics or anything weird like that. Anything. Go to your doctor first. I'm not a doctor. Don't fucking listen to me. This is all for entertainment purposes only. Have a good one, guys.